Happy holidays. I know this time of year can be weird or unpleasant for some, and I'm here to say I'm right with you. I'm not too close with my family, and I don't go to see them or talk to them every year, but I have really great friends and a lovely support group that I do celebrate the holidays with. And if that's what you prefer to do, that's okay. There's always this expectation that you need to spend time with family. And if you don't, you're somehow doing the holidays wrong. But it's always been okay to put your mental health first if it means distancing yourself from your family. That's been a really tough lesson I've had to learn over the years, and it's definitely worked out so much for the better. But it's tough getting there. So don't let anyone make you feel bad for the way you choose to preserve your mental health for the holidays. Anyways, I just wanted to get that out there before I dive into this very special Christmas episode of Snap Aim Podcast. This past Friday, Chinese regulators announced new rules that will restrict in-game spending for online games. Online games will be banned from giving players daily rewards for logging in and capping how much players can load up on their games' digital currency to try and stop excessive or even obsessive gaming behavior. This was to reiterate a ban from 2021 in Beijing when they set new rules that gamers under the age of 18 could only game for an hour on Fridays, weekends, and holidays. This new set of rules is done because of how it endangers national security or harms national reputation and interests. Obviously, when this news dropped, there was a huge wave of panic. Tencent, the largest games publisher, now is a giant company in China that owns major investments in Epic Games, Bluehole, creators of PUBG, Ubisoft, Activision Blizzard, Grinding Gear Games, Path of Exile creators, and owns Riot Games. That's just to name a few. Over a fifth of Tencent's third quarter revenue was made from domestic online gaming. So you can imagine how that new regulation announcement was incredibly bad for Tencent. Tencent lost around $43.5 billion in market value that same day. NetEase, another Chinese tech company, also saw a drop in its stock about $14.7 billion. 80% of NetEase's third quarter revenue came from domestic online gaming. And if you're not familiar, here are a few of the games NetEase is involved in. They developed Marvel Super War, Diablo Immortal with Blizzard Entertainment, Dead by Daylight Mobile with Behavior Interactive, and published Narca Blade Point for 24 Entertainment. NetEase also agreed to a three-year agreement to license Blizzard's Overwatch in China, Mojang's Minecraft and Minecraft Pocket Edition in China, and publish EVE Online in the Chinese market. Tencent's Tencent Games' vice president, Vigo Zhang, spoke on the new regulation rules. These new measures do not fundamentally alter the online gaming business model and operations. They clarify the authority's support for the online gaming industry, providing instructive guidance encouraging the innovation of high-quality games. League of Legends has a huge overseas audience, especially in Asia. This is going to be really interesting to see how these developers now have to pivot to accommodate different regions' regulations. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with prohibiting these kinds of rules against monetization vulturism, though. Listen, hear me out. I love my free-to-play games just as much as anyone else does, because it's really nice to be able to download a new game with my friends and just try it out, or have a multiplayer game to play together without any additional costs. But the monetization models in free-to-play games have gotten so bad. So let me go off on a little tangent here. I've gotten really tired of live service games because it feels impossible to keep up with an online game daily just to get decent rewards for a game that I play regularly. Not easily being able to get rewards for free when others can just buy that reward and have access to it immediately is killing that model. 
So right now I'm thinking of Call of Duty here with the way the Battle Pass weapon, blueprints, and store blueprint bundles you can buy gives you the extra edge over other players. If you're able to get a hold of a good Battle Pass gun or attachment, you're gonna win more fights than those people who don't have those meta weapons or attachments. There's a lot of pay to win mechanics in Call of Duty specifically now, and it's frustrating. Overwatch 2 suffers from a similar problem with the way the new hero distribution works in a new season. It used to be that Overwatch players would pay a flat cost for Overwatch and then would have access to all heroes at any time and you just open loot boxes for skins and other cosmetic rewards. Now with Overwatch 2 being free to play, you have to buy the premium battle pass for $10 in order to unlock the new hero right away. You can grind to the 40 something level where the new hero is on the battle pass for free and you can unlock them at no cost, but a lot of the time the new hero will be released pretty busted and overpowered so you want them as soon as possible. It's an advantage some players have over others when they have the money to buy that battle pass and get access to a hero that increases your chances of winning matches. And look, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm complaining a lot and I apologize, but this pay to win shit has really gotten out of hand. I feel like a lot of players kind of accept this is how things are now. I mean, even for just skins in Apex Legends, the bundles and items cost so much. I know a lot of players, me included, want to support our favorite games we play and the developers behind them so we can continue playing the games we like. But there also has to be a value given to us from them, right? For example, I was really disappointed that Apex Legends didn't bring back their winter mode Winter Express that's been live every year around this time, but yet they released holiday themed skins. That was one of my favorite modes and it was always really fun playing that with my friends and getting way too sweaty in a limited time mode. Also, it was snowy and fun. I don't know, it was just a good time. But this update didn't give players any real gameplay value. Live service games are live for a reason and they're meant to be updated regularly. If a developer gives less to the players, the players want to give less back. But this is why live service games are so tough and hard to keep up with, both on the developer and player sides. Anyways, circling back to the news that I was reporting on, I don't think these regulation rules China is trying to enforce are necessarily terrible. It is incredibly easy to get addicted to gaming, especially when you're rewarded with login rewards. You're enticed to get on every day and at least spend some time in the game. And look, some people are able to keep a good balance between gaming and daily life routines, but others are not able to hold that balance. Video game addiction is a real disorder that affects more people than we think. According to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, 5th edition, video game addiction is defined as the steady and repetitive use of the internet to play games frequently with different gamers, which leads to clinically significant distress and psychological changes as demonstrated by five or more criteria in a year. Addiction can also cause changes in your prefrontal cortex, your personality center that regulates your thoughts, actions, and emotions, the ventral striatum focused on motor control, habit formation, and reward, and the dorsal striatum, which contributes to decision-making and action selection and initiation. Again, not everyone is susceptible to video game addiction, but the increased amount of rewards we get for live service or even just online games now for daily login rewards, it's pretty bad. So many games now have daily rewards, missions, and battle passes that I'm not sure how this is going to work across games that are international. The crackdown on the new regulations in China are harsh and aren't being taken very well, but do you think that this is something that the rest of the world might start to think about regulating? Let me know because I'm really curious what y'all think. Thanks for listening today and I hope you have a fantastic Christmas and holidays. I'll be back. I'll be back in the new year to cover more gaming news and hopefully host more fun game guest interviews. Thanks for listening today and I hope you have a fantastic holidays. I'll be back in the new year to cover more gaming news and hopefully have more fun guest interviews.